Landscape redevelopment plans for Awarua, the main town on Rarotonga in the Cook Islands, and the tourist magnet Aitutaki have won international awards. The New Zealand company Reset Urban Design drew up plans that aim to specifically address climate change for the Cook Islands Investment Corporation. The International Federation of Landscape Architects praised Te Tau Papa o Avarua, the Avarua Town Plan, for its climate change mitigation and positive contribution to the wider Cook Islands community. The other prize for reset urban design working with local architect Romani Katoa was the first ever spatial plan for Aitutaki called Te Papa Tau o Araura. This plan aims to manage the quality of Aitutaki's environment and local livelihoods. Reset director Garth Falconer told Don Wiseman they're delighted with the win. The theme of the awards in the conference was a response to climate crisis, not just climate change. So I believe that the judges have rewarded us for the resourceful way, the practical way that we've approached responding to, to climate crisis and change, utilising the facilities and the assets and managing to coordinate the community into a supportive force behind the plan. Give us some examples of the sorts of things you're doing that have climate change in mind. So, so climate change is a, is a broad-reaching issue and challenge to us. So we're looking at wide-ranging responses. Fundamentally, it's an intervention and it's a planning tool. And one of the first challenges was working with the, the fact that there haven't been any planning initiatives of a wide scale in the Cooks before. And that's due largely to the land tenure uh, set up there being locally or tribally owned and the Western ideas of creating town plans with zones and restrictions and controls on, on what you could do on your land haven't flown. So the first thing was to really get people into a situation where they understood the need for the plan. And then the plan has developed through a series of steps and making sure that we're taking the community with us on each of those steps. So we start off with very broad goals in terms of arranging the activities and the roading and recreation areas where the facilities were, just very broadly and mainly in a sort of a clustering situation and trying to get those facilities insulated or removed away from the coastal areas which were prone to natural hazards, primarily inundation, storm surge. And then coming up with a, a short-term development plan that everyone could agree on and then looking at a longer term vision plan which had some of the more dramatic or bold moves to address um, climate change and in the case of Avarua the linear layout of the capital city the township follows the coastal route and is very vulnerable to storm surge so one of the big moves there for further investigation is an actual extension of the land into a degraded part of the adjacent lagoon to act as a buffer whilst looking at other strategies to provide alternative transport routes that are away from the coast and putting new facilities, like this new government facility planned, back um, inland so it's protected from that, that vulnerability. Now, these plans have actually been in place for a couple of years. What's been the hold-up? COVID. So both plans for the island of Atutaki and the uh, capital town, Avarua, were passed by the parliament in 2020 and were set to move into the next phase. That's largely been affected by the lockdown and the extinguishing of the tourist market, although several smaller projects like the um, first stages of the Aratanga Harbour in Atutaki, that's the main 
sort of port, if you like, that has begun. So it's a long-term plan. It's a it's an ambitious plan, and it's based on firstly educating, gaining consensus, putting a series of stages in, looking for funding, having a dedicated project management facility and an office to report back and monitor and drive both the projects. Potentially, we're hoping that this award might help attract funding from overseas for the development projects, like Port Vila in Vanuatu was funded by MFAT after the big hurricane. And something like that might be seen as a, a way for these projects in the Cooks to develop as well. This is not something that we've got a commercial interest in directly. I mean, we've, we've done the plans, our contract's finished, but we really want to see these projects go ahead. The Cook Islands Investment Corporation Chair, Mike Henry, told on Wiseman the international recognition is very satisfying given the level of local community involvement in developing the plans. These plans, if we talk about the Aitutaki Island plan, for example, these are plans that have been, they're sort of developments of long-standing general of the wider community and for the first time uh, putting them down on paper and then getting with wide consultation a buy-in from everybody to say, is this the direction we're looking to develop and is this the sort of sustainable things that we would like to see in our future? And yeah, and this plan has been about getting it down on paper and ensuring that, yes, the wider community is largely on line with this is the direction we'd like to go. If we stay with Aitutaki, how much is the landscape going to change when it's remodelled? I think it's not so much how much is the landscape going to change, it's the sort of how we better going to utilise the natural resources that are there or protect the ones that already exist. As an example, in the development of the waterfront where the ports are, Modelling was done by SOPAC to ensure that whatever happened would have no detrimental effects so that you don't increase ocean currents, uh, you don't take away any habitat that, that may be needed for some of our marine life. And then as we do things like that, we discover from our community, we have a marae in this area on the water, which in the Cook Islands is not common. In fact, in, in this part of the Pacific, I only know of uh, the ones in Huahine in, in French Polynesia. So uh, we've discovered these, we've incorporated them into the plan, we've made sure that as we develop, we're going to preserve and protect and, and, and bring those to the forefront of part of that part of the development. How important is sustainability within this plan? Very important. We live on an island. If we don't protect the very small and fragile environment we have, we don't have anywhere to live. So ensuring that the steps we take are sustainable is it's part and parcel of Polynesia. It's where Polynesians have been able to survive on, on very small pieces of land with not many resources and survive very well for over a thousand years. And this is just taking it that one step further and incorporating it into what is now a, a modern Polynesian society. The government are supportive and have been from the beginning of the development of this plan. It's a living document. So the plans evolve as the needs of the community evolves and as funds come available to do the different steps. Many of the steps around climate protection and climate adaptation require funding. And small Pacific islands like the Cook Islands, we're not the ones that have caused the climate change that we're experiencing. We're at the end of the line. And so we're looking to the Green Climate Fund and some of the bigger funds that are out there to help us make the adaptation that we need to continue to buy.